and this is the patience of the saints, those who keep the commandment of God and the faith of Jesus. Keeping the faith comes by revelation knowledge, and revelation knowledge by the Spirit, for the Spirit searches the deep things of God. You're listening to the Faith Campaigner of Christ, keeping the faith of Christ in the community of believers. believers. Blessed be God for eternity. Today I'll be talking on dealing with guilt. Dealing with guilt. First and foremost, we must know that guilt is normal for every human. But when it stays longer, it becomes it can become a tool or a weapon in the hands of the devil. It affects the conscience of a man so that a man begins to feel regret and begins to punish himself. For a believer, this usually occurs when he or she falls into temptation. We come to see that the Bible supports dealing with guilt. Deuteronomy 21 verse 9, the Bible says, So shalt thou put away the guilt of innocent blood from among you, when thou shalt do that which is right in the sight of the Lord. Note that a new convert cannot be able to put away guilt, he cannot be able to deal with guilt conscience. It takes a spiritual maturity, it takes a level of growth in the things of God. Because the truth is that we are human, we are not perfect, we will surely make mistakes. And if we are not careful, the devil may use our mistakes against, against us. Because we are in this flesh, there is every tendency for sin to find expression in us, in us or through us. And when it happens, our conscience will become the navigation of our decisions or the decisions that we take afterwards. So, so if the conscience is influenced by guilt, that is if guilt lingers long enough that it uh, takes hold of your conscience, that it now gets guilt conscience, it will be difficult to redeem, to be redeemed. Because Paul said in Romans chapter 9 verse 1 that my conscience bears witness with the Holy Spirit. So it's simple, you cannot have that witness of the Holy Ghost, the witness of the Spirit, if your conscience is, is influenced by guilt, if you have a guilty conscience. So in this, understand in this that there is a difference, there is a difference between your conscience telling you the truth and a guilty conscience speaking to you or controlling you. Guilt is one of the ways the devil uses to explore a man's conscience to find out if how vulnerable he is. Because he knows that once your conscience no longer bears witness, then he has access, authority to influence a man's life fully. So most people that are like the Pharisees that follow the law, that keep to the law, when they fought it, he's always on standby to accuse them, to manipulate them. This is why we see God several times in the scripture. He says, I do not delight in your sacrifice of bulls and rams and but mercy. Mercy, though the Israelites, their sacrifice is actually for uh, atonement, but they focus more on their sacrifice than the main purpose of the sacrifice. Now, before we know the application of how to purify the conscience, how to clean the conscience from the guilt. We must understand how it works. Ezekiel 33 verse 12 Therefore, son of man, say unto the children of thy people, The righteousness of the righteous shall not deliver him in the day of his transgression. As for the wickedness of the wicked, he shall not fall thereby in the day that he turneth from his wickedness. Neither shall the righteous be able to live in his righteousness in the day that he sinneth. Now, in the light of what I'm about to tell you, we must look at another translation. The Bible says, Therefore, son of man, say to your people, If someone who is righteous disobeys, that person's former righteousness will count for nothing. And if someone who is wicked repents,
repent, that person's former wickedness will not bring condemnation. Verse 13, if I tell a righteous person that they will surely live, but then they trust in their righteousness and do evil, none of the righteous things that that person has done will be remembered. They will die for the evil they have done. The Bible is trying to tell us that um, according to the testimony of the Old Testament, your righteous deeds, you cannot do evil hoping that your past your past righteousness will be able to save you in the time of reckoning. Then the Bible now also says in the same light that if a wicked man turns to do righteous works, that his past wickedness, his works of wickedness will be forgotten and not be remembered. Now, now note that this testament doesn't apply to the New Testament. The New Testament differs. It comes in this construct that the righteous deed of an unrighteous man doesn't make the unrighteous man righteous. I will repeat, the righteous deed of an unrighteous man doesn't make him a righteous man. So also, the unrighteous deed of a righteous man does not make him unrighteous. Why? Why is this testament possible? It is possible because we are the righteousness of God by default. That is, it is our default mood when we give our lives to Christ. The Bible made it clear that we are the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus, not through our righteousness, not through our works of righteousness, not through our self-righteousness. This information is a mystery that a new convert should not be fed with, that your sins are forgiven, past, present, and future. God does not hold you accountable for anything. He's not like a man that will remember your past faults. Know that it will be difficult to deal with guilt when you don't understand this testament, this new testament. It's a testament that speaks of the grace, the grace of God. So we do not take the grace of God for granted. We do not continue in sin so that grace will abound. Because the truth is that if we continue in sin, when we continue in sin, our default mood of righteousness will change. Our default mood will change. And when it changes, that's the point sin conceives and brings forth death. So that unrighteous work is not meant to linger. It's not meant to leave a mark in your life. It's not meant to remain. And most times when the devil uses guilt as a weapon, he, his aim is to make sure that you remain, that sin lingers, that, that works of unrighteousness lingers, stays, stays longer. His work is to make sure that there is a continuity of unrighteousness in your life. Now, having known this, when guilt comes in, how do we handle it? How do we deal with it? Remember the scripture we read in the beginning, Deuteronomy 21. Put, put away guilt, then that says, When thou shalt do that which is right in the sight of the Lord. So, according to this Old Testament revelation, he says, saying that you put away guilt by doing the will of God, by doing what is right in the sight of God. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 9, verse 14, How much more shall the blood of Christ how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the internal spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? That's how much more will the blood of Christ not purge your conscience, that is cleanse your conscience, that is purify your conscience from dead works. That is those works that will bring in, that the devil can use to bring you down. 
mercy. This is one of the vital ways we apply the blood of Jesus Christ. Then with that conviction, with that confidence that our sins are forgiven, we do what is right in the sight of God. We are, we are encouraged to do the will of God without any guilt conscience. You must come to understand that God doesn't like manipulating men to serve him. He loves when you use your free will to serve him. He doesn't like when it is good conscience that, that drives you towards him. This is where we talk about the gospel of fear, you know, things that will trap the spirit of a man from having freedom and liberty before God. So it's a simple thing, don't be carried away by diverse doctrines that will cage you, that will cage your spirit man, because your conscience is the voice of your spirit man, and when guilt enters there, it, it influences the voice of your spirit man negatively, and you won't be able to get the weakness of the spirit, because that weakness is the confirmation that you are still in line, you are still in track. The Bible says in Romans chapter 8, for the spirit bearer witness with our spirit that we are the sons of God, that sonship, that, that conviction of being a son, that witness comes when your conscience has been purified, your conscience has been cleansed. So it is on that basis that we walk in the right, do the right thing, the will of God. I hope you have been blessed. I remain the faith campaigner of Christ. Remember, be confident. Blessed be God for eternity. Key. Revelations 14 verse 12 And this is the patience of the saints, those who keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. Keeping the faith comes by Thanks for listening. Visit my blog for more details. The for the Spirit searcheth the deep things of God.